Hi everyone, welcome to a new video and today we're going to talk about self-control and discipline. It's a very beautiful day today and I was really in a good mood and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to post a new video. Um, it was a while ago that I made a new video, you know, that I was posting continuously new videos and God finally put something on my heart to share it with you. And I saw something that many, many are struggling with and that is distraction and not being consistent in reading their Bibles. In our walk with Christ, God requires discipline and self-control in everything. Now, we know that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. But it's the grace of God that trains us to seek righteousness, to live you know, in a godly way, to seek holiness and purity. It's, it's the strength of God that helps us to remove ourselves from ungodly practices. But that doesn't mean that you should not put effort in it. When it comes to reading our Bibles, that, that is the major thing that many Christians are dealing with. We should not underestimate to be in our Bibles every single day. And if it cannot be like daily, at least, you know, three, four days in a week, we should not underestimate to read our Bibles because the Word of God is our daily bread. The Word of God is alive. The Word of God transforms you. And when you're reading your Bible, God can speak directly to you. Okay, before I start to read my Bible, I always pray to God, God, please speak to me directly when I'm reading the Bible. Please give me revelations. Give me wisdom. You cannot understand the Word of God without wisdom. And God is the only one who will give you that wisdom. And Ask to God that he speaks to you directly because I often got really clear directions and instructions while I was just reading my Bible. I was just randomly reading a story in the Old Testament, but then I saw that certain instructions that he gave to the prophets back then, it resonated with my situation. Based on that, I knew what I needed to do. That is one of the ways how God speaks to me or you know, gives me clarity or answers on my prayers. You need to be really, really serious in reading your Bible because God gave us his weapon. It's the sword of the spirit and that is the word of God. Okay, how did Jesus defeated the devil in the desert? By scriptures, just literally by saying scriptures. And if we have certain battles like lust or any other sin, but mainly lust, it starts with the mind. Okay, and we, we need to renew our mind. Also, in all areas of our lives, when we want to become more Christ-like, we need to renew our mind. And we renew our mind by reading our Bible because it's the Word of God that teaches us how to live the new Christian life. Okay, how to seek the things above. How to not love the things of this world. How to seek this righteousness and holiness. It teaches us about the fruits of the Holy Spirit and the fruits of the flesh. It gives us knowledge about good and evil. So it's very important that you take some time every day to read your Bible. You cannot be a hypocrite by not spending time with God and not spending time in His Word and then complain about your battles and then complain about your sins and then complain about the spiritual attacks that you have. I'm not talking about the extreme cases, okay? There are people that are really suffering, but I'm talking about the believers that it, they just have a steady life and they are battling certain sin, but they complain a lot. They complain about their lives, but at the same time, they're not reading their word. They're not fasting. They're not serious with their prayer life. If you're one of them, then you're just a hypocrite. 
You should not complain about your battles if you're not serious and consistent in spending time in the Word of God. God gave us His weapon, that's the Bible. It's the sword of the spirit. It's very easy to go on the internet, you know, when you're discussing with someone and just, you know, search a Bible first about a certain topic, uh, you know, copy paste. But try to mention these Bible verses without even searching the internet. Try to do that. Distraction is a major, major problem. And I think that the phone, the phone is the biggest problem. In our walk with Christ, we need to be self-controlled and disciplined. And I know the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Then you need to ask for strength of God and be really serious. The devil works in two ways, temptation and distraction. If he cannot tempt you, he will distract you. If he cannot distract you, he will tempt you. Or he will distract you with temptations. That's also one. Then he's just using both. Distraction is very, very dangerous because when you are not reading your Bible for a very long time, you will feel that it's very hard to, you know, get back on track again because then you're going to feel guilty. You're going to feel miserable. You have the feeling that you lost the connection with God, that you don't feel his presence. And it's very hard to pick up your Bible again. In the past, it was one of my biggest mistakes by underestimating, you know, to read my Bible daily. And if I don't read it daily, I at least take three or four days in a week to read it. And if I don't have to focus to read it, then I just do Bible study, you know, that you just search up certain topics. You're going to write down some notes. You're going to switch from one book to another book. But you need to be proactive in gaining knowledge of the word of God. Because how will you be spiritually mature? How will you be able to fulfill the purpose of a kingdom marriage if you don't have knowledge of the word of God? We need to fill ourselves also spiritually with the word of God. So you need to ask yourself, what are you feeding yourself? Are you feeding yourself only with YouTube videos? Or are you feeding yourself with the word? Yes. God is patient. God is love. God is very merciful, very, very merciful and very patient. But God is also holy. God is very holy and God is serious. God is also really, really serious when it comes to discipline and self-control. He with Christ, discipline and self-control. Don't underestimate that. Sloddiness is very dangerous. You need to repent from that. One thing that helped me to get back on track, you know, by training myself to read the Bible every single day or at least three, four days in a week. What I did was um, in the morning when I wake up, I didn't have my phone next to me. I had my phone in another room. So when I woke up, the first thing that I did was I picked up my Bible <laughs> and then I was reading a psalm. Just every single morning, I started with a psalm. Then I started to pray. I had my conversation with God. I started to do prayer walks, especially in the beginning of my journey when I was just born again. I loved to do prayer walks and I was walking for two hours every single day. I didn't care if it was cold, if it was warm. I just went every single day for two hours for a prayer walk, talking with God, evaluating on myself, reflecting on myself, you know, really seeking God. And I was really asking for wisdom. Also, when I read my Bible, I made it very romantic. It was like quality time with God. It was my quality time with God and I made it very cozy. You know, I, I took some snacks, I took some drinks or a cup of coffee or some tea, some light, some candles, you know, some, you know, instrumental worship music on a bank. I made it just very romantic. You can make your life really romantic just by doing these small things. And that also helped me, you know, to have joy in reading my Bible. And then, it, and then it also didn't feel like forced. 
to read it. I have a message for both my brothers and sisters in Christ. But I will start with my brothers in Christ because, oh boy, I like to convict my brothers. <laughs> but it's because I love you, okay? Because I love my brothers in Christ and I, I really want to coach my brothers to be real men of God, okay? We have a lot of Christian guys, but we don't have a lot of men of God, okay? And I really want to, I really want to see my brothers in the front line being so strong and bold for Christ because we really need our men and the devil is really after our men. I made a post about this a while ago. I wrote something about, you know, the concept of the fall of Genesis and how the devil is actually after the men because the man is the foundation. So that's why I really, really want to convict my brothers because we need you, okay? We need our men. You have Christian guys and you have men of God, okay? Saying that you are born again, wearing a cross around your neck, going to the church, I don't know, cherry picks on Bible verses, talking about the Bible, talking to God, that's fine. You are a Christian guy. But a man of God, okay, a man of God is a man who knows his Bible who knows the Bible, who has this wisdom that when he is preaching, you're going to say like, whoo, this man, he knows his Bible. It's a man who is very serious in being consistent in gaining knowledge of the word of God and who is very proactive in seeking the wisdom of God. It is not a man who is just watching stuff on the internet and he just blindly believes everything what's on the internet, who is blindly following just other men, Christian guys on the internet, street preachers on the internet, who is taking over their ways of thinking, their ways of talking, that it's not a man who thinks that the woman is the root of all evil. It's a man who knows that the responsibility is on his shoulders. It's a man who knows that if he is lacking leadership, his wife and his kids will fall with him into destruction. It's a man who is so proactive in gaining the wisdom of God in order to cover his wife. A Christian guy will think men of God are good. It's the woman who needs to change because Eve was deceived. That's a Christian guy. A Christian guy with a religious spirit. But a man of God understands the concept in Genesis. He, will, he understands that when he is lacking leadership, if he is not taking responsibility in his biblical leadership and in improving his biblical masculinity, his wife will be attacked by Satan. And because of that, she can fall into deception and sin. Because the woman is more sensitive for deception, it's your job as a man to protect her, not to attack her by saying, I sinned because you sinned, because Eve was deceived. It's your job to protect her. And in order for you to protect your wife, you need to take responsibility in your leadership and in your biblical masculinity. There's a difference between being a man and having masculinity. There are guys that think that being a man is being really hard and bitter against a woman. To be like, hey, I'm the man. I will decide it's going to be how I'm going to say it. The woman, she's deceived. You know, she's crazy. I want my peace. All that kind of stuff. 
that's not masculinity. A masculine man is a man who will teach in all love and gentleness. A masculine man is a man who takes responsibility in his leadership. It's a man who is investing in his land. In how much are you investing in your land? In how much are you very serious in creating an environment, okay, maybe a roof, a house, or something that one day if you're going to meet your wife, that you're going to bring your wife into your home. You know, it's a man who takes responsibilities in, the, in his life, who makes sure that he will be able to provide for his family, who is not distracted all the time, who is not lukewarm in reading his Bible, who is only thinking about traveling or chatting with other girls all the time. A man of God will spare himself for his wife and he will know who is going to be his wife because he's going to wait for God. He's going to allow God to find the right wife for him. But a Christian guy, he will talk with multiple girls at the same time, thinking he will be able to find the right wife for himself. Being wise in his own understanding, but because of that, he becomes a fool. So there's a difference between being a Christian guy and a man of God. And these men, we don't have many of them. I really need to call it out. So I want to encourage my brothers in Christ, okay, sit down and reflect on yourself. Are you a Christian guy or are you a man of God? You cannot be a man of God if you don't have enough biblical wisdom and biblical knowledge. You're not. Then you're just a Christian guy. Really think about this because you as a man is called to be a spiritual leader. You are the one who needs to carry that responsibility on his shoulder. And it's a very hard task and it's scary sometimes. I can understand. But it's a shame that me as a young woman of 26 years old needs to call out my brothers in Christ who are grown up because they're not responsible in the walk with Christ. Because they still think that women are the roots of all evil. And because of that, they become bitter against their wives. They become very aggressive. It's not good. For us as women of God, it's very important because we need to submit to our men. We are not going to submit to a Christian guy. We're going to submit ourselves to a man of God. So are you a man of God or are you just a Christian guy? Okay, so be responsible and start to become a leader. And now my sisters in Christ, okay, the first thing that I want to call out is stop watching these prophetic words on YouTube. And if you're one of them that is doing this, okay, you need to repent. You need to shut that down. I don't care how big your platform is. If you are making these prophetic words on YouTube, you need to repent. That is fortune telling. I don't see any difference by going to a medium and watching these videos. I don't see any difference. And often these sisters in Christ that are doing this, they, they were often being involved in new age before they were born again. They're just doing the same thing that they were doing before they were born again, but they not just do it in the name of Christ. I see so many videos also about, yeah, you are chosen one and they're jealous at you, blah, blah, blah. Believe me, you don't want that. You don't want people to be jealous at you. The spirit of jealousy is one of the most dangerous spirits ever, I believe. Truly, because of jealousy, the first murder happened in the Bible. You don't want people to be jealous at you. These videos that are talking about, oh, you are chosen one, you are special, and these people are jealous at you, blah, blah, blah. They are talking pride inside of you. It's wrong. Especially when I see men doing these prophetic videos and I'm like, man, you're still drinking milk. You're still drinking your mama's milk. You need to start to eat meat. Sisters, you need to stop watching these prophetic videos on YouTube. It's wrong.
It's like fortune telling and it's very addictive. I made the same mistake. I made the same mistake and at a certain point I was watching these videos daily, every single hour because I wanted, I, I wanted to have answers like so badly. You're getting desperate. You want answers because sometimes when God is silent, you're just like, man, I feel like I'm in a wilderness. So I was continuously watching these stupid videos and the devil, he could easily give me false signs. The devil can literally give you false signs with that, false hope with that. And you know what happens? Because when you're watching that prophetic video, you think like, oh, it's going to happen soon. And then it's, it's actually not going to happen. And then you're mad at God. You're going to say, God, he gave me a confirmation through this video and it's not happening. Stop watching these videos. And if you're one of them that are making these kind of videos, you need to repent. I don't care how big your platform is. You better shut that down. You better delete these videos. We as women of God, we are not called to prophesy about kingdom spouses, about money and about people's life. We are called to speak wisdom into people. The Bible says wisdom is coming out of her mouth. The Bible says in the last days, God will pour out his spirit upon all flesh and his sons and daughters will prophesy. We are not called to prophesy about kingdom spouses, about money and all that kind of stuff. We are called to speak wisdom into people, wisdom, to encourage one another, to teach about the word, to prophesy about the end times. Do you see what the heck is happening? I don't see sisters being involved in biblical theology. I don't see many of you. I don't see many sisters that have really knowledge about biblical theology, biblical history, and that are really spending their time in gaining biblical knowledge and wisdom. You're all doing some crazy stuff like making prophetic words. What the heck are you doing? You are a woman of God. A woman of God is a woman who is being responsible also in gaining wisdom and knowledge, okay? Because the woman is more sensitive for deception. We need to be even double more in the word than the men. Really, because we as women, we are sometimes all really complex. Like our brain is going everywhere. And the man, he just like this. He just, he just get it. But a woman, we need to spend more time in the Bible than men because we are more sensitive for deception. We need to know our word and we are made as a helper for our husbands. So we are here to help him to become the man of God that he needs to become. We need to support him. We are made as his helper in terms of helping him in becoming the man that he needs to become. He cannot be complete without us. We are the missing piece. So we are helping him by speaking wisdom into him by supporting him, by comforting him based on scriptures, based on the wisdom that God is giving to us. How can we support our husbands when you're not spending time in gaining biblical knowledge and wisdom? How are you going to support your husband? You think that being a wife is only guiding the home? It's not. Being a helper is not guiding the home. Being a helper is, is helping your man to become the man that God called him to be, to be that spiritual leader that God called him to be. Because you both, you cannot fulfill your calling without each other. There is a part of your calling. You cannot fulfill that fully without your husband or your wife. So a woman of God knows this and a woman of God will make sure that she is very responsible in being consistent and reading her Bible and preparing herself as being a wife. You actually need to Act as a wife already. You need to dress yourself modest. You need to stop talking to different kind of men. You need to stop watching these stupid videos on YouTube 
and start to really read your Bible, study biblical theology, biblical history, gain wisdom, because we are called to speak wisdom into people. You need to be serious in that. A woman who is proactive in her calling, who is very firm in her calling, you need to have fire for God. I know that a lot of girls are struggling with their femininity. Um, I had the same problem, but God isolated me completely. And when I was starting to gain more wisdom, to be very serious in my calling, to be very serious in seeking God, he healed me and he restored my femininity. And I can be really like this girly girl that I always wanted to be, you know, in my own bubble. He healed me. But in order for you to be healed, you need to let go of certain things in your life. You need to let go of the control in your life. You need to start watching these prophetic words, okay? And start to ask God that he prepares you to become a wife. And in that preparation, he's going to transform you. He transformed me just what he did in two months. It's crazy. It's crazy what God did with me just in two months. He transformed me like completely. I'm more confident in, you know, in my femininity. I am very, very firm and strong in my calling. I gained so much wisdom and knowledge. You know, God gave me such amount of knowledge that I'm like, whoa, th this is not me. This is really from God. But I was seeking it because I was starting to be responsible in that. So sisters, you need to start to be responsible because a man of God, he will not marry you if you're not acting like a woman of God. A man of God, he will not marry a Christian girl. He's going to marry a woman of God. So be responsible in that and start to be very serious in gaining biblical wisdom and knowledge. I would love to see more sisters in Christ that are involved in biblical theology and in, in biblical history and especially around this, you know, around the end times and all that kind of stuff. I don't see many of you being involved in that. I don't see many sisters in Christ on YouTube or social media that are actually preaching the word of God. You're just spreading prophetic words and Bible verses and Bible quotes. So, you know, it's, it's, it's sad because we women, we have potential. Like God can use us in a very powerful and in a very special way. So I would encourage my sisters actually to read the book of Esther and let God speak to you. So yeah, that was my message for this video. <laughs> so please, both of you, remove distractions and be now very serious, especially in this hour. God requires discipline and self-control. Okay, I have one Bible verse that I want to share with you. And I'm going to put some Bible verses in the description box of this video um, regarding self-control and discipline. And uh, yeah, I hope it will convict you all. God bless you all, guys.